Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Jesse, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Maybe Josh Widdicombe. Can you say Josh Widdicombe? Willie. Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. Got Willie um, Shall I read this, Rob, or should we get straight onto the... No, I'll read this. I'll read this. Read, read it. Tell us yeah. who that was and who yeah. disrespected your your name, your legacy. Rob? Yeah, can you not hear me? What's happened? Hello? I've got a feeling it might be, be his you. AirPods cut out. Hello? The one AirPod he's got in, like an Uber driver. Hello? He sits there <laughs> with one AirPod in, like a fucking... Uber. Plug it in, Josh. <laughs> This has gone on for too long. It's actually like it's mental. It's insane. I'm buying them now. I'm buying them now. But you've said this before. I feel like I'm living in a fucking dream. Headphones. (laughs) Not on the pod. Not on the pod. I've actually got two bits of other admin I do need to get done on the pod. Don't use me like a last leg meeting. (laughs) (laughs) What's your other admin you got to do? Uh, I've got to write into school to say that my daughter's ill and not coming in. All right. And I've got to put my parents' number plate in the local parking thing so that they don't get a parking permit problem. Oh, lovely little day for you, isn't it? Lovely little bit of admin. Oh, fuck me. So when anyway, that, you've got... Let's do this. We'll come to that because I need to know No, what... we're not going to come to that. We're not going to actually do that admin. That's it. Like, it's, your, it's your parents' oh, fault for having a son that was deprived of inner cities so that as soon as he got to one, he absolutely jizzed everywhere. And he's like, oh, there's a bus, there's a train, it's so busy. It's their fault for making you grow up in the Shire, wherever it was, down in Dartmoor. That's what you're doing to your kids. I know. <laughs> Before you know it, Rob, your kids will be saying, Dad, I've rented for an extortionate amount a tiny basement flat on Camden High Street because I can see life there. Yeah, no, they will. I was saying this to Lou the other day, they'll get the ump. Um, I have to keep getting 20 minute cabs everywhere. Um, Josh, what? Um, who was that on the thing before we do your admin um, and talk about this life? This is my nearly 23 month old Jesse having a go at saying your names whilst having a bath. Can you guess what he found at the end of the recording? It was his willy, Rob. His willy. His brother Kai has done a great job at helping me teach Jesse how to say your names. I love your podcast. It's got me through uh, what's been a really tough year. It makes me feel I'm not totally messing this parenting stuff up. I look forward to my lunchtime walks on Tuesday and Friday when I often get looks from people as I'm laughing so loud. Never stop being sexy and relatable. Uh, Niha. Good luck trying to pronounce that. Uh, 446 months from Chilton in Didcot in Oxfordshire in the UK. In the UK, big up. In Chilton in Didcot in Oxfordshire in the UK. Is she right? She should found where she's lived. She's living. It's what you used to do when you're a kid, wasn't it? And you'd write your address and it would like be world and then you'd put like Earth. The Galaxy. Milky Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand space. Let's not get on to that now. I don't understand. Are we in the Milky Way? I really don't know. Is that bad? No, and there's other universes, are there? <laughs> oh, I don't know what a universe is, Rob. It's all so far away. I find space really 
this doesn't make me as excited as it should, maybe. You know what I mean? I think it's it scares me, actually. It scares me off. Yeah, me too. And then all I think about is the end of Men in Black when the aliens are playing marbles with all the little worlds. Yeah. And then I think, whoa, man. Do you reckon it, it feels like there were like 18-year-olds having a spliff that thought of that at the end of Men in Black? Well, do you, do you want to hear a, a spliff theory, Rob? Go on, give me a spliff theory. Right. The, the, you know, like AI yeah. is, is getting so good and so realistic that mm. you're going to get to a point where... Everything is as good as real life. Everything feels like real life. Yeah. And so there'll be loads of worlds which are feel like real life, but they're not real. Yeah. And there'll only be one real world. Yeah. And so the odds are that the one you're experiencing at this moment isn't the real world, Rob. I feel like that sometimes. Do you? Yeah, but also, though, sometimes oh, AI is ruining things. It's going to take over, like, real humans' jobs. But then sometimes, like... I'll deal with someone in a shop or in the, out and about or on customer service when you ring up, and I think, I don't think they are human anyway. <laughs> they need a new word. You know, some of them people, I think, how do you get by each day? <laughs> What's the end of your day look like? You're over the gaffer. Anyway, you've got, your, you've got your camera off. I've got my camera off because I've been getting, well, not, not I've been getting that much grief, but I'm a bit, my backdrop was football shirts, wasn't it? Because you've got a lovely backdrop, a sort of buzzing office with personality, all the things you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and mine was football shirts because I was trying to soundproof my office and that's all I had and that's all I've got really. And I'm not I'm not very good at making stuff look pretty. Lou's very good at this. Lou makes our house look wonderful. Yeah. Has Lou come in and done this? No. Anyway, so I've found something in my office that I can use as my backdrop. So let me know what you think. This could be my backdrop for a bit. <laughs> Oh no, oh no. What do you think? That is the lamest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that is do you want to explain to the uh, the listener? Yeah, it we'll is put it, we'll put this traditional on, um, uh, social media. James Bond uh, kind of intro, uh, what would you describe it as? Artwork. It's almost like an eye or a, bull, a bullseye circle. Yeah, the eye where Bond is in his tux holding a gun and then the, the, the classic is like the, the blood is coming down. Yeah. But instead of Bond, it's a quite inaccurate artist's impression of what Rob looks like. Why is that inaccurate? So we should say it's four foot wide, two foot high. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking huge. massive. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. I, well, I didn't know the exact dimensions, but it's a full backdrop. I mean, look, it's, it's bigger than my own head. It's like, oh, my God, yeah, it's bigger than you. <laughs> fucking hell. Because it's quite far away, actually. So Let that doesn't do justice to how big it is. Yeah, exactly, because it's quite far back, so... Bloody hell, that is something else, isn't it? The problem is, it's going to have to be explained every single time. So what, sorry, you haven't even explained it to me. <laughs> it's a giant Bond thing, but me as Bond, I don't... Oh, I'm no not shit, even... yeah. Okay, <laughs> the explanation. <laughs> I'm not even a massive Bond fan. Someone just sent it to me and said, oh, I thought Rob would like this. And I don't know why he did it. <laughs> but I don't know what to do. What'd you do with it? He spent ages on it. It's such, he's done it really well. He's brilliant. If you yeah. want a photo of you, if you want yourself as Bond, and he's very, very kind with what I look like on it. I look, I look very handsome. Well, I'd say what it is. It's not that it doesn't. You know who it is. It's much sharper than you. Yeah, I'm a bit bedraggled. I think I need to up yeah. my game and be sharper, but I can't be bothered. Wouldn't suit you. It wouldn't suit you. Anyway, how, how are you, Josh? All right? Thought it was off school. This week was looking so good. I'd like nailed it. Yeah. Because Rose has gone away. Yeah. Yeah. Have you broke uh, up? 
<laughs> She's gone away permanently with her personal trainer. So we got, get this, Rose needs to go to Cornwall to carry on sorting out this house we're doing. Yeah. We've got our house is full of the furniture for that house. What, your, your, your London house? Our London house is full of the Cornwall furniture because she's been ordering it to here. Lovely. That's a nice little thing to arrive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can basically have to shimmy through the hallway. Yeah. So my parents were going to come up and see us. Times with my dad has a van so he can take the stuff down to Cornwall. Right. So I've... Time better just get it delivered to Cornwall. Rob, mm. you're preaching to the choir, mate. <laughs> Your eyes. Because <laughs> call me a prude, I sort of get stuff delivered to the place it needs to be. Well, do you know what? <laughs> call, you know what? call me old-fashioned. Yeah, that's that's a, that's one way of doing it, Rob. Yeah, the sure. other way hmm. is to have a chest, two chests of drawers in your hallway by the door for a month. And to get a man to drive up from Devon yeah, to, to London, back drive. to Cornwall. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my parents come up this week so they can help me cover the childcare. Yeah. Yeah. And then drive back. All sorted. Tonight, That's fine. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Tonight, I'm even going to something because my parents... Um, so I've got childcare today for my son because I'm working all day. Yep. Yeah. And bedtime sorted. I was going to go to this... Uh, Harry Hill's got some film he's putting on yep. that I got invited to. So you're going to go like, to a social event? I thought I'm going to go to a social event. <laughs> I'm fucking nailing it. And then I've got the whole day off tomorrow. On a Monday, Monday night's bold for a social event. I'd, I'd run out of bat. Yeah. I haven't been to a social event in fucking months. Then tomorrow, I've got the full day off. Yeah. So hang out with my parents. Yeah. And also load the van. That'll take me a few hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, lovely little day off. Load the van. And then last night, uh, my daughter woke up and was sick six times. I think there's this bit of a bug going around. Where, but yeah, my mate had it where, like, it just goes through the family. Yeah. You so Rose is currently on the train to Cornwall with the dicky dummy. Oh, no. Yeah. My daughter's off school today. Yeah. So then just me just going, well, I'll just start the podcast at half eight, knock it out. Now, suddenly, this is why I haven't, I've still got to write the letter to the school. Right. Uh, during the podcast, yes. And... Um, Look, so, so, hang on, you're gonna. What have you got? Why don't you just message the school now and just say? I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna. Yeah. That's well, quickly do, do that. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what shall I do while this is happening? Well, should we just, just talk as you pretend to listen? What, what, what would be your subject? What would be my subject? Oh, kids normally on here, isn't it? No, in a, in an email. Oh fuck that! Just say sickness and her name, and just say hello. My daughter in whatever class she's in is not well today. Hopefully she's back tomorrow. Just say. Hey, mate. <laughs> oh, God, do you think I should do that? No! Just say hello. Who are you sending it to? The reception? School reception? No, the teacher. Do I send it to the teacher? Sorry, this is why I'm in a bit of a problem here. Right, so you've done that. Done that. And you've done the number plate. I'll do the number plate after we've recorded this because I've got till 10am on the number plate. Oh, okay, cool, fair enough. Just yeah. chill out then. Um, right, Sorry about that. It's all right, mate. You've got to do what you've got. This is part and part. This is what the podcast oh, is, man. isn't it? It's just, it's just juggling. I, I had everything planned and now I'm not. Do you know what I mean? When you just like, I fucking nailed this. Apart from your plans go wrong, how's it been? Do you have a good weekend or was she here with the weekend? What's going on? Talk to me. Oh, I've got I've got bleak news, Rob. Okay, go on. <laughs> New feature, bleak news. Well, I thought I'd save it um, because there was talk of my cat. My cat has passed away, Rob. So she had an illness uh, that couldn't be fixed. Yeah. And then uh, she had a stroke, Rob. With a cat? 
Yeah, which is very difficult to tell people because of the context of a cat. They love a stroke. stroke. They love a stroke. That's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> so you say, it's, it's not the ideal no. medical term yeah. for a cat. But he needs a new one for cats, I think. Yeah, so she had a stroke. It was right. very sad. So we had to take her to be put down. It was absolutely fucking brutal. It was hardcore, Rob. Yeah. Because I had to take her. Have you ever had an animal put down? No, I've had a couple of hamsters go, but they're just basically, when you wake up in the morning, they're not moving. I was bawling my eyes out, Rob, in Goddard vet surgery in Wanstead. <laughs> so t- they, they brought me a cup of tea like I was a kind of someone who'd just been in a motor motor crash why am i fucking 200 years old yeah no i've never been i've never i've never seen it must be it must be brutal especially you've had a long time how long did you have her so we've had her eight years yeah actually it's quite a good check on how long i was suffering from anxiety which was eight years because the first time we got the cats i thought i was allergic to them because i was able to breathe shallowly but actually <laughs> it turned out that that was the first time that my body had uh, gone you're doing too much work Right, okay. And you you blame the cats. So I got back from last leg down under. Rose has <laughs> bought two cats. Yeah. I could barely breathe, and I thought it was the cats. And then I went <laughs> to the doctor, and I said, do you think I'm allergic to cats? And they said, yeah, you're allergic. It wasn't. It was Alex Brooker and Adam Hills. You're allergic to disabled people, it turns out. <laughs> it turns out I'm allergic to disabled people. Terrible for you in your job. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't. It was anxiety. It was anxiety. Anyway, she had a good innings. Um, our other cats just started sitting in really weird places since. Which oh, is quite, no. So, yeah. Uh, very high places. My daughter was very upset on day one. Of course. And then a week later, Rose was still upset, said something about it, my daughter. And my daughter said, why are you still going on about that? That was ages ago. <laughs> sort of true though isn't it it is kids are do you know what kids absolutely nail things <laughs> what's that they don't they, they don't linger too far in the past do they also a week feels like fucking 40 years to them doesn't I it <laughs> sometimes i go to the kids well you've got a birthday party on sunday and i'm and like how long's that i'm like two days I'm like two days <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> what am i gonna do for two days yeah, so to her, us saying, still sad about Eddie, is the equivalent of me talking to you about John Lennon dying in 1980. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> still going on about that, mate. Yeah, fucking hell, mate. Move on. Move on, Josh. Oh, that's good, though. She's not upset. Well, she was on the day. Uh, we've got to go and pick up the ashes. Um, <laughs> Why do I always like I'm, I'm so sorry. Wait, it's weird. We've got the ashes. We've got them in an urn. Can't be a lot, can it? What, a handful? How many did you get for a cat? A handful? You pay a bit extra, Rob. Yeah to get your actual cat's ashes rather than just some of the general ashes. I think that's money well spent. So what you're paying for? They say, do you want the ashes back? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want us to put the cat through separately so you get the actual ashes? Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Well, and then I've just got a load of dust. Yeah, or do you want a bit of a cheaper option? We'll put all the cats through at the same time and you can just have some general cat ashes. Yeah, miscellaneous cat grief. <laughs> yeah, miscellaneous cat ashes. No, I'll be all right with that. I'd want my actual cat. Also, than- there can't be a lot of a cat. The ones the fur goes. Well, I'll let you know. I've got to go and pick her up. We've got her in a in a black cat. They'll probably give it in one of them little, little bags that people sell cocaine in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't, Rob. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Awful.
<laughs> I remember, I vividly remember reading a column maybe a decade ago, yeah. more, by Charlie Brooker about how he could never get a dog because he knows he couldn't deal with a dog dying. Yeah. Because I remember when Cesc Fabregas went Barcelona <laughs> from Arsenal. Yeah. And that, that hit me. Did it? Yeah. Is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all, Rob? Of course it is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. The dog will die at some point. The cat will die at some point. Well, I'll die at some point, Josh. Yeah, all I will live on will be this God. painting. <laughs> That's my legacy. <laughs> with some ashes below it. Generic Rob Ashes, or do you want... I'll chuck it in with whatever. We can put, we can put eight bodies through at once, or do you want Rob's actual ashes? Your decision, Lou. Just the comedy teeth on top of a vase in my daughter's front room <laughs> as a husband goes, do we have to have that out? <laughs> You've already got the Bond poster up. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, so, well, I'm sorry it's been a bit bleak, Josh, but... No, it's all right. It's good for kids, I think, to, to chat about that kind of stuff, isn't it, though? To see that, that's definitely. what they say. Because you know, De- definitely, it's inevitable. There's no point being stressed about the inevitable. You have to sort of accept it, don't you? But it's hard to. That's the thing. So I've also I find this time of year very depressing. I was going to chat to you about it. I Do always you? get. I fucking love it. Well, no, I. So I find the winter and the cold and the rain. Are you an SAD guy? I find my mental keeping on top of my mental health so much harder when it's dark and cold and Do miserable. You? I'm, Terrible getting out of bed, awful. But I, it's sort of like it's just a bit harder to get on with things. Well, I'm way more positive and full of beans in the summer, like most people are. Yeah, yeah. I find you easier to deal with in winter. <laughs> just a little bit more reserved. I like. Do you know what? It just takes the edge off. It's quite nice. Lou's the same, actually. When I'm really buzzing, Lou's a bit like, this is too much for me. Yeah, I met I'd... you when you were depressed. <laughs> yeah. Give me Rob Beckett in February and I'll give you a friend. Um, so, but but then what I always do is I'm like, well, once once I get to then, that's what I'm finishing for Christmas. Or once I get to that, once I get to that, and I love Christmas. But then sometimes I feel like I just build up to it. I think, oh, it'll all be right at Christmas, yeah. and then well depressed in January. So January's crap. I'm trying to just enjoy each day the rather than go. Well, once I get to that, once I get to that, because it gets so busy and full on. So that's what I'm trying to trying to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good, Rob. Because I've got a lot. I've got a lot coming up, Josh. In the next few weeks, loads going on. Have you parenting wise, or like you're working a lot? Busy work's not too bad, um, but like loads of like life stuff and that going on. Oh yeah, hit me. Oh, first of all, I want to ask you about this. I get really excited in the countryside, like you do in London. I saw a pheasant the other day, and it just blew my mind. Oh, Rob, have you seen one before? Yeah, they're mental little things. It's like a mad chicken, isn't it? Yeah, um, I have seen a pheasant. Yeah, <laughs> um, I keep calling the the you know, their antlers. I keep calling them horns, and Luke keeps telling me off. It's right in it's right in season. I think what. Sorry, where do you live? I mean, who are you, the Queen? Like, <laughs> no, just where I live in the country. I live in the countryside, don't I, Josh? I've got deers, badges. Moral, moral. There is, there's loads. Have I never shown you the deers? I, I, I trust you. I trust you. You don't want me to find you a picture of a deer, Rob. I've got bad news for you. Yeah, you've become the kind of person that's finding pictures of deers on your phone. <laughs> I know, but that's like you taking photos of the shard. Sending it back to all the bumpkins. We can see the shard from my daughter's room and it still blows my mind. Does it? Yeah. I'm like, that is mad. See, I could see Canary Wolf walking home from school every day and it was just so over it by year seven. Um, Right, yeah, so let me tell you this, Josh. Tell me what you think about this. My kid's now, she's eight, my oldest, okay? Yeah. And she went... Time moves on. on, Like yesterday, she was like, oh, um, I might go and have a bath. 
And I was like, sorry, am I talking to Lou? <laughs> what, what's, oh, pardon? So I might just have a little bath and relax, just get a little bit tired. I might just have a cosy one. I was like, sorry. Who, who the fuck are you? And who was, who was this woman in my house? Anyway, she went up there and I went, oh, do you want me to come up? And she went, no, nah, I had to run it. And I was like, oh, you, be, you, and I'm like, get for the hot water. She's like, no, nah, I know what I'm doing. And I was like, Lou, she's good. She was like, yeah, yeah, she could, she sort of does that now. So anyway, she went up there and she's just in the bath. I was like, well, should one of us be up there, Lou? Because like, she's eight and like she's in the bath. And Lou's like, well, she'll be absolutely fine. But I, I, do, I know what you mean. It does feel like she's a bit young just to be yeah, yeah. left unoccupied in a bath. But what's she doing in the bath? Uh, just have a little lay down as a cup, plays with a flake, plays with <laughs> <laughs> plate candles on, plays with the like water a bit, and she has her iPad on the side, watch, lays in the bath watching her iPad. Like, yeah, yeah. And um, what time of day is this? About it was, what time was it? It was about four o'clock right, on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We'd been out and done just stuff in the day. Yeah, she she'd come back box. from a kids' party, just wants to just a bit of her time. <laughs> She's fucking relaxed, put on some bloody Enya. I said, uh, Luke, well, I'll tell you what, I'll go up there and I'll, if I'm upstairs, I can be sort of like walking around the upstairs and I can go in and out the room and double check she's all right. And then in the end, yeah. I went and just sort of laid on her bed. She's got quite a comfy bed, so I was just like laying on her bed. It's nice, isn't it, someone else's bed sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in an ensuite bath. She's got, they've got, she's got an ensuite bathroom, which all makes me yeah, physically yeah. sick to this day that she's got an ensuite bathroom. But you can't scream in a child's face going, you've got a fucking ensuite bathroom. Yeah, but yeah. it seems, seems counterproductive. Yeah, because you used to have to shit in a bucket outside, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Sometimes if we didn't have the bucket, my brothers would shit on me and then I'd just wash it off with a hose. <laughs> That's how we grew up. <laughs> Um, you know, part of me wants them to grow up and be well-adjusted children, be aware that they've had yeah. a lovely lifestyle and a lot of privilege. But then I almost want them to be like 16 and a bit aggy and start going at me and then I just rip them a new one. Do you know what I mean? Like an like, in EastEnders scene. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I go and lay on a bed and I'm sort of laying on a bed like watching in the bath. And she's like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like, I'll just like watch you in the bath. She went, why? And I was like... Well, it is actually quite weird, isn't it? I want to be like a, a dad that's looking after his kid, but I don't want to be the dad that watches his daughter bathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, there's a cut, yeah, yeah. there's a jump point, isn't there? Because she's not... reaching the point when she's going to be embarrassed about stuff like that, is she? Yeah, of course. Well, not yet, but that's not far off. It's not far off, is what I mean, yeah. But you, you don't want to be like, oh, when I have a bath, my dad watches. Before you know it, you're in the school. Talking <laughs> to, like, the pastoral kit team or whatever. So, But that was like, you know, oh, my God, they're like... Yeah. You know, particularly when they say, well, that's all right, because you're having a bath before you go to bed. And, you, and then she's like, no, 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 it's 4 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. I just went for a bath. And they're like, right, this family <laughs> is, yeah, is weird. This is odd. Um, yeah. You want to watch your kid in the bath, but if anything, like, has she hurt herself? People are like, what, you yeah. just left her in the bath on her own at eight? And yeah, then all exactly. of a sudden you're yeah, like yeah, course, yeah. the worst parent in the world. So yeah. I just, I mean, there must be, maybe it's a good thing for people to write in about. When have you done something with your kids? And as you're doing it, you think, I think I'm too old to be doing this yeah, or whatever yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's got a bomb bit beyond but you're just trying to be a good parent but you're like no they don't need me to do that and it's embarrassing for them that must have happened a lot because he's just learning isn't it as a parent and that's you know this is not you know because my daughter i don't want my daughter's bum anymore you know do you not well no she's five so like that is way too old and i was saying this is too old and she was just laughing at me but now she started just doing it herself yeah i'm having that debate with my daughter at this moment oh are you about the bum yeah so do you do it every time no, just we're in a kind of one on one off, one on one off. Because I know she must do it at school. Well, I don't think they go at school. Do they not? I don't think so. They the size minds are knocking out. There can't be more than one of them a day. <laughs> <laughs> They'll start running out of body. 
Rob, you watch. I mean, you're not just watching your daughter bathe. You're watching them shit and then checking the sides. No, you really no. Need, you she really asked need me to wipe her bums. I wiped it. And I saw it. I mean, that was you know. I wasn't. You need seeking it out. You need to just give them some space, mate. Give them a bit of space. Um, yeah. Give them some so space. they're bathing themselves, Josh. Um, yeah. They keep winding Lou up when she gets stressed in the morning, which is quite funny. Um, yeah. And they shouted at her the other day because Lou can get a little bit more. It's difficult to say, but she can get a little bit. She can get to 10 quicker than I can get to 10. I'm not right, saying yeah, I don't yeah. get to 10 out of 10 stress, but she yeah. can get there quicker. And um, the girls were shouting. She was in the car getting stressed. And then before they got the seatbelt on, they both leant over and whispered in her ear on either side, breathe, girl. Breathe, my girl. <laughs> There's nothing more annoying than when you're trying to be chill. Someone going, yeah, just breathe, just just breathe. Um, so I've been doing that, and then uh, have I told you I've got to go to school for Roman Day? Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm in for the whole day for that. I'll let you know how that goes. In a toga. In a toga. Well, yeah, Lou's got bought me a toga. It's gonna be cold. Has she? Yeah, because you've got to dress up, but it's hard. Like they did a Victorian Day the other day. I saw it in another year. That's more effort. No, not really, because you could just wear a suit with a little bit of a. Oh yeah, yeah, jaunty yeah, yeah. tie or hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm in a picture, I'm like in a, a bed sheet. Can I ask a question, Rob? Yes. At what point are you going to change into the toga? On arrival, or are you, you going to drive there in a toga? I'm going to have to have it in a bag and put it. And uh, when I get in there, go to the toilet and make sure I definitely go to the staff visit or visitor toilet, not to the <laughs> child's toilet, and slip into my toga and wonder about. I've got to run a stall all day. Because it said morning or afternoon, and we said we're available for both, and I thought they'd give us one. I'm doing a full shift. Oh, mate. What stall are you running? I don't know. Well, I thought, I said I'll do it with you, Lou, assuming we'd get a stall when it was like crafts or something, and then I thought yeah. Lou could do that, and I'll just do a bit of banter. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. do a bit of crowd yeah. work, but yeah. I've got a feeling I'm going to be like trying to make some Roman bread or something with eight kids all screaming at me, and I'll just lose a <laughs> plot and fuck off. <laughs> I'm in the year because I want to see how my daughter socialises with you lot. I don't care about the rest of you. I've got an issue with the school toilet, Rob. Why? Because I keep needing the toilet when I go to pick up my daughter. That's odd because then you're like the man who comes in every time he comes to pick her up, he goes for a piss in the school toilet. That's an anxiety thing, that is. Well, it's because I'm always on a rush to get out and it's a 20-minute drive. And so by that point, I'm like, oh, God. I've built up the need for a piss. So you go for a piss every time you pick it up five times a week? No, not every time. You're doing ten pisses in a school? No, I'm not doing ten pisses. I'm not doing ten drop-offs, obviously. She's ill today, so that's two pisses avoided. So it's eight pisses this week? Uh, Well, no, Rosa's Friday pick-up because of last leg. But if you do do it, morning or afternoon, do you need piss? Afternoon. It's always pick-up. It's never drop-off. Never drop-off. Always pick-up. Right. But I fear... Exactly what you've pointed out. What I was hoping you'd say is, no, they're never going to notice you go for a piss every time. Okay. But what you've done is straight away, you've absolutely identified my fear. A million percent, and even more so because you're off the telly. Oh, God. Do you know how Josh Willicombe's uh, kid goes to school? Yeah. Oh, what's he like? You work on reception. A bit odd, really. He seems a nice bloke, but every time he goes into the toilets, I think he's, he's either got a coke problem or he's a paedophile. Or both. <laughs> so this is what your technique, right? So what you do is you need the wee, you can't change that. So you come out the toilet in front of the receptionist, you go and rub your nose. So automatically, like, right, knew it, cokehead, classic TV, right? Rub your nose. And then you come out and then you say things like, 
God, I tell you who's beautiful these days. Helen Mirren. <laughs> Isn't Judy Dench beautiful? And just all of the older famous women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Miriam Margulies has got something about her as well. Yeah, actually, Dame Maggie Smith. Exactly. Oh, what an arse. <laughs> no, no, that's too much. Oh, I think okay, if you're sorry. pretending to have a coke habit and then complimenting older women, I think getting a bit, that's a little bit okay. laddy, a bit I'd FHM. I'd love to have sex with Zoe Wanamaker. No, don't say he loves to have sex with. No one's okay, ever so. had sex that said that. Okay. I'd love to have sex <laughs> with. <laughs> with. So I think that's your options, Josh, on, okay. on pickup. Okay. So see how you get on with that. All right. I'll see how that, that works. <laughs> I'll let you know. Also, oh, this keeps happening. You know, does your, your, my, sometimes when my daughter's a bit busy with school and stuff, she gets like, a bit restless in the night and you can hear yeah. her like, making noise. And then she'll go, oh, that, oh, that hurts. You know, that, something's hurting on her. But, but she's not hurting her in the day, but she's a bit uncomfortable and stuff like that. And I just have to lay with her. And it's so knackering, Josh. And then we, me and Lou do shifts, but but she's she's sort of half asleep, half awake. I don't know what's going on. How long for? Sometimes like, it could be a little while. Like, and in the, in the end, we've like given her a bath to sort of just like snap her out of it, like just to sort of get her back in the room and then resettle rather than because she's sort of half yeah. going, oh that you're like my foot's itchy or aching and kicking around and all that, and you lay in there, and he sort of, and then just it goes on for ages, and then. I did it the other night and then she'd gone back to sleep, but I stayed there for an extra like 20 minutes, just like looking at my phone, like one ear pod in like an, like an Uber driver like you. Right. Yeah. So like while she's asleep and then I've creeped up, it's like two in the morning right now and just get into the door and she went, oh, daddy. Oh. And part of me just wanted to be like, because you want to be kind and, cut yeah, and just want to go, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with you. Just go back to fucking sleep but like that. Oh, and I was getting ready to sort of slightly, not be me, but a little bit. Just go, look, you've got to go to sleep. You know, that we've, I've given you a cow pole. I've laid with you. You've got like, I gave her like a cold compress thing to put on her. And there was nothing wrong with her, like, you know. And then uh, she went, Daddy. And I was like getting ready to sort of tell her, not tell her off, but be a bit harsh. And she just went, thank you. <laughs> and rolled over and went to, I've never felt more guilty in my life. I was oh, like, you God. <laughs> oh, God. Thank oh, you, Daddy. God. Oh, it's brutal, um, but yeah, that's that. That was that was last night. So we're a bit tired today. What else have been going on? Um, Christmas trees up. Christmas everything's up. Christmas tree up. We would do it first of November if we could, but we've been a bit busy, so we've done it uh, third You've week. Got to be kidding me! It's lovely. Why not? Christmas trees up. Yeah, it's November the twentieth on yeah, the day great. of recording. You love Christmas. Why? Why deprive yourself of a couple of weeks of it being cozy and lovely in your house? Don't worry. I, I listen to the Christmas music on the way to school when I nice with my daughter. Don't worry. Oh, I can relax now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're excited. Well, the Christmas trees aren't even on sale in our neck of the woods. We've got. We have fake trees. Of course you do. We spoke about this. That's why stiff neck, loose neck. Christmas tree divide. Yeah, but it, it just, I, I just think, like, if you had a real one, it wouldn't, you can't put it up now, it'll die. But no, we just, did that one year, it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> get two, get one for December, one for November. Oh my God, yeah, maybe we need to do that, yeah. And are you excited about Christmas? I am, actually. What do you want for Christmas, Rob? What do I want for Christmas? Nothing really. We're not. We're not. We're not buying. It's, I think it's too much pressure on families. Christmas and it's too expensive. So not only is it a lot of money, 
it's socially draining because you've got to see everyone and also like guilt draining where oh, they get me something. Oh, bloody hell, they're coming around and they always get us something. We've got to get them something. Oh, bloody hell, but they've got a load of money and they'll get me something nice and I don't want to get them something shit, but fuck, that'll cost me too much and all that. So we, we in our family, we don't buy the adults' presents anymore. Uh, that's nice. We just get it for the kids because I've got so many brothers and sisters and yeah. sister-in-laws and all. You know, because I've got four brothers that, that, that near enough all got partners and all got kids. You, like... It's insane. We don't buy any adults any presents. We get the kids presents, the grandkids. Yeah. So they all get a present from each family. So I'll get my niece yeah. and nephew a present each and stuff like that. And then we sort of all get something for the grandparents because right, yeah, otherwise yeah. no one's, get, you know, because they're older and stuff yeah. like that. And then me and Lou yeah. will get each other something. But we might, we're not, we might just go away in the new year and not get a present for each other. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and because it's my birthday in January as well. So it's like I don't, I'm not really a present guy. Yeah, it's just... I just don't really want anything, Rob. No. Do you know what I mean? Tough. Do you know what? Time. I just time. want some time back. That's all. But do you know what I mean? Like, why am I waiting for someone to buy me a book that I can buy myself? I could buy some socks, Rob. It's it's a middle age thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it gets. I think when you're like younger, so if you're like a kid or you're like early twenties and you're a bit skin or whatever, that stuff's like quite handy. But when you are like a grown up and Really, apart from it, unless someone goes, oh, I've, I've just bought you a two-week holiday for your entire family. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, that'll be quite yeah, handy. Yeah. But really, actual individual gifts and stuff like that is not really... And it's hard now because you can't buy anyone a DVD. It's really hard yeah, to get people a present. The death of DVD and CD oh. has fucking destroyed me. <laughs> it's like, God, it used to be so easy. Just go to HMV and fucking smash it. Yeah. So easy to wrap as well. Like you can get like five for 25 quid or something. You know, them cheap ones. Like, and go, oh, you like this? Yeah. It's a classic. It's back yeah. to the future. There you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want something physical as your gift. I don't want a month of Netflix. I'm buying clothes for people is always a lot, really. Oh, just write it off. Yeah. Just fucking write here's it off. Here's 50 quid. I was going to get you some trainers, but it's no point. When someone hands over something and I know it's going to be closed, I think, why have you done this to us? Or a scarf. Oh, who wears scarf and apart from old people that are about to die? Yeah, I do not need a fucking scarf, mate. My neck's never been cold. Well, speak for yourself. Obviously, I've got neck problems, Rob. I could do Oh, yeah, it's absolutely falling apart. I do need a scarf. I haven't got much of a neck to put I think that's what my beef is. So it's like I'm just shoulders and head. So there's nothing to wrap around. It's almost like a chin chin scarf. But, um, but yeah, no, I think try and have an honest discussion with family and go, should we just not buy adults' presents? Because if I had to buy adults' yeah. presents, right, they, so it would be Lou, my mum and dad, um, my four brothers, and then their partners. That's 11 adults, just my mum and dad and brothers. So even if you spend 20 quid on each, that's like, what, 240 quid or 220 quid? It's, it's not even the, the money. It's the kind of when you spend it and you know that they – they don't want a fucking scented candle. <laughs> Those presents for people that aren't like really close to you, yeah, are just punts. Are those boots three for two? Get a lynx for him. Get a dove set for her, <laughs> and get a bath bomb for a kid. There you go, Josh. I did something very middle class the other day. Yeah, come over to the dark side, Rob. Right. I like sourdough bread. Right. You fucking changed. Exactly. I have. Uh, don't get me wrong, I do like a bit of like a white bit of Hovis with a bacon sandwich in the morning. But if I'm having toast, it's sourdough for me. I've completely converted. Yeah. and uh, But I find it goes off a bit sometimes, doesn't it, the sourdough? You've got to keep oh, on yeah. top of it or freeze it. 
I've bought a bag that you put the sourdough in to leave on the side so it doesn't go off. Like a bread oh box, but a God. bag. Paint you put it in a bag, it don't go off. Are you, what are you doing? Staying up at midnight watching QVC? Right? No, it was just in the shop. It was next to the sourdough. They know what they're doing. It was a Marks and Spencer's bag. You've been absolutely fucking done, mate. It's just a bag, isn't it? No actual middle-class person would buy that for their sourdough. So what do you do with your sourdough? Well, you know it's meant to be stale. So you just have it stale? It's after day two. You're not meant to enjoy it, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're just meant to desperately get to the end of it, cutting it like it's a piece of rock with a (laughs) knife. No, but I cut it all up straight off and stick it in the freezer and then just... It tastes just as good if you if you put it in the toaster from frozen. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Do you not do that? No. You just launch, you're just throwing away ho- half a loaf of bread. I'm never throwing it away. You Rob. just have it stale. Fucking fighting my way <laughs> to the end. It's so it's too hard when you buy it. Never mind stale. It's too hard. It's too hard generally. French sticks as well. They get their shelf shelf lights getting short. You buy a French stick. You pick, I pick it up warm in the shop. Get home five pm that day. We might as well use it as a javelin. Rock hard. I think a French stick that's too thin. I, I'm going to say it. I think French sticks are shit. There you go. No, no. There you go. No, no, I've no. said it. No, I, I, I've said it. I don't think they're any good. They're too much it. crust, not enough middle bit. No, I don't. I, I, I don't eat the middle bit. I take it all out. What? So you're pure crust. So if I have a bit of French stick, I'll scoop out the bread and f- throw the dough in the bin. What? And just eat the crusty bit with stuff on it. Yep, yeah, or a bit of butter or whatever. Yeah. Why don't you like that's the best bit? I don't like doughy send bread. Send it my way. I don't like Pop it. it in a jiffy bag and send it to me, mate. It's horrible. It's all doughy and horrible. We should go and buy French sticks together. <laughs> I'll enjoy the middle. You can enjoy the outside. It's meant to be. That lady in the tramp. I'll, just, I'll, yeah. roll, I'll roll it over to you if I know. Yeah. Or ball yeah, it up. Exactly. Uh, no, not for me. Um, also, Josh, I'm thinking of buying a van. Don't. Why? Because it's too on brand. <laughs> it's too. But I just think I've always got to take stuff down the dump. The kids are all messy. You, you get can't buy a van. In, and then the dogs can get stuff in the to the dump. No, but I, there's always something coming or going, or boxes got to go somewhere, or got to get this. We got to get the bikes in to go to the park. The dogs in. I just think a little, a nice one. You can get ones that are nice. Have you bought a barber yet? You are such a country squire. Have you bought a barber jacket yet? No, I haven't got a barber jacket. I've got a... a I mat- give it six months. I won't be surprised if Lou buys you one for Christmas. I've got a, I've got hiking boots, which I never thought I'd own. Yeah. For my walks in the country. wellies? So, no, not wellies. I can't go that far. Also, wellies don't... They're so uncomfortable, wellies. Just wear a pair, a pair of boots. How deep are you going? Have you have you used any baler twine yet? Who? What's that? Well, there's still a long way to go. What's baler twine? It's the string that they use for hay bales that in the no. country is used for all kinds of tying up activities. Oh, that But no, I have a, I've got a, a long, Lou bought me a long reins jacket, which is a proper waterproof jacket for dog walks, which just goes over the top of stuff. So yeah, I quite enjoy wearing a, well, I've, I've really got into waterproof stuff on Gore-Tex. Oh, my God. Because I I, before, I used to just have wet feet. You're in your 30s, Rob. I know. That's, but I like being dry. What can I say? I feel like you're actually an older person than me since you've moved to the country. Um, you're buying a van to go to the tip <laughs> and take the dogs. I know, but I just don't have something where you can get... I feel like when you've got a van, anything's possible. Like, when you're driving along and you see stuff on the side of the street, you go, that's cool, isn't it? Like, I could stick it in the van. 
What the fuck are you going to... You're cruising around the local village <laughs> looking for a mattress. Well, some people leave pallets You're running, out. Rob. You don't need to be cruising around with a van picking up shit from people's pavements. I, like, I just I just like the idea of having a van that the kids throw the kids in. And if you get one with like the throw two... Throw all the kids. Well, like, if, you throw, if you have one with the front seats and the back seats, you can get like six, like a six-seater almost with a bit of the yeah. back. And you can get them done nice. My mate Sam, the AV man, has got a nice one. But it looks like a nice... It's all like leather seats and comfy and it's got oh a nice thing. Gosh. It ain't like a dirty oh old van. Gosh. It's a nice van, but it's a big boot, essentially. Yeah. So I'm tempted to get a van. You're getting a van. I'm going to buy a van. I want to buy a van. I imagine going to centre parks with the van. Yeah. Double nightmare. I can start doing boot sales again. I like boot sales. Oh, my God. We need to do a small business shout out, don't we? Yes. Um, I should also shout out that Ivo Graham, of his parish, as they say, he's doing a charity gig. The money's going to a great cause, and it's an incredible lineup. It's um, at the Indigo 02, isn't it, for the MS yeah. charity? For the MS Society. It's Tuesday, the 28th of November. Some nerve, it's called. Some nerve, the 28th. Maisie Adams on, Rosie Jones, Joe Wilkinson, Ben Brady, Michael Odewale. Finn Taylor's on as well. Finn Taylor, Sakisa. It's going to be great. Go along to that. 28th of November at the Indigo 2. That is for charity. Great lineup. The reason Ivo does that is his mum has MS. And he ran a marathon, didn't he, with her? Or the half marathon while pushing her along recently. Yeah, he pushed her in the wheelchair as he ran a marathon, the mad bastard. Yeah. Good on him. Someone wants to be the favourite son. <laughs> Okay. Right, here we go. Hello, Rob and Josh. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I've just opened a bookshop with an event space in Shoreham by Sea. Oh, the old rope walk. I've played the rope walk. Have you done the rope walk, Rob? Yes, I have. Um, not Shoreham yeah. in Kent, by the way, which uh, I went there first by accident. Um, we have a small children's section with a pay-it-forward scheme, allowing customers to donate to our underfunded school libraries. The shop is called Chapter 34 and can be found on Instagram at chapter 34 books and the 34 is 34 thanks from kelly 45 mum to a 28 year old stepdaughter 17 year old boy 15 year old girl and step nana to freddie age two good on you kelly get yourselves to chapter 34 books in shoreham by c hi uh i i scanned down rob this was the first i looked at and i thought it's got to be this one. Yeah. I would love it if you could do a small business shout out for my friend Ellie Evans. It's called Peaceful Pet Passing. And it's for all pet owners who know our oh, furry friends can have a limited time with us. Ellie is a fully qualified vet and she and another vet friend realized there was a need for a special at-home euthanasia service, allowing loved pets to have a peaceful goodbye in familiar surroundings and with family. They can tailor each case to needs all pets stroke animals covering berkshire wiltshire oxfordshire and hampshire www.peacefulpetpassing.co.uk thank you from alicia there we go rob lovely stuff um joshua i'll see you next week i'll see you on friday rob this week oh yes of course see you on friday see you on friday for another bloody guest bye Andy Bush here from Guestimators, the brand new game show where guesswork beats Google. Join me, our resident quizmaster Statman Matt, and a celebrity guest as we dive into the brains of the great British public. Statman, what sort of questions have we been asking? Well, Bush, here are some of my favourites. Who's the best Irish person? Which finger would you chop off if you had to? And how many human-sized corgis could Prince William beat in a fight? To play along at home and listen to the podcast, just visit guestimators.com. I think I chop off my left little finger, by the way. Hi, my name's David. <laughs> Here we go. Can't do it. So we're trying to do an advert for our yeah. for Chatterbix. 
Hello, my name's Joe Wilkinson and I do a podcast with David Allen. It hasn't got a thing. Chatterbix is a podcast magazine and chat show, isn't it? <laughs> We're on three times a week. We have loads of guests, special guests, surprise guests. Natalie Cassidy is on regularly. Yeah, loads of people, loads of people. Andy Goldstein. Yeah. Okay, can I read some of the highlights? Yeah. Interviewing a Red Arrow pilot, chatting with Ricky Gervais, Harry Hill, James Acaster and Catherine Ryan, amongst others. Visiting a haunted house, that was creepy. Being taught how to act by Martin Freeman. Backstage at the Blur concert at Wembley. And I met my hero, Andrew Roachwood, and I'm not ashamed to say, I cried. That's Chatterbix on all, on all the regular uh, channels. Cheers. Uh, C-H-A-T-A-B-I-X, Chatterbix. Well done, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, that's our promo. Goodbye. Yes! <laughs> 